Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Hey sis, welcome back to Girl Goodnight. I'm Return of Lamac, and every Sunday you can relax to binaural beats while I read you a melanated bedtime story. Join the Girl Goodnight gang. You can find us on YouTube and anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. All links will be in the episode description. Complete the form linked in our bio to be featured on the show and share your thoughts and opinions in the Girl Goodnight Land Facebook group. Help your friends sleep in melanated peace. Girls, share the show and show us some love with the five-star rating and review. Our journals make the perfect addition to the show. View them and all of our merch on Etsy, link in description. Tonight, we'll be reading L, written by author Camille. To learn more about author Camille, check out the Blackberry series. All links to keep up with author Camille and shop her collection will be available in the episode description. On last week's episode, we met Corinne and accompanied her on a first date. Now we see why sis has so many rules. Now, close your eyes. Take a deep breath and sleep in melanated peace. It's girls night. Yeah, baby. Every third Saturday, my best friend Royal, her little sister Charlie, our childhood bestie Grace, and I meet up to let our curls hang loose. Unloading and unwinding over good food and better drinks. We're either at one of our homes or we hit a restaurant and then a club. Just depends on the group's mood. Tonight, we're at Grace's. She has a two-bedroom townhouse on Farmington with plenty of room for us to lounge around with blankets and pillows. It's a given that when we don't go out, we all spend the night. I had my first threesome last night. Charlie's nonchalant announcement boomerangs around the room hitting each of us in the head. We pause mid-everything and sit frozen as she takes a long drag from her e-hookah. The fuck? I mumble and Royal chokes on her drink. Grace just shakes her head. Charlie is always like this. Crazy, unpredictable, funny, and probably the most unstable of our group. We all have that one friend. You know the one I'm talking about. The bitch that always talks shit, but can back it up. Quick with the hands and the mouth, and yeah, the feet too, if necessary. The one that doesn't mind stomping mud holes in anyone for any reason, anytime, anywhere. That's Charlie. Loud and outspoken, hilarious, but sometimes mildly annoying because bitches like her tend to embarrass you a lot. What? Charlie has this innocent look on her face like she didn't just drop a bomb on us. She flips her almost waist-length sister locks over her shoulder, caramel eyes twinkling devilishly. I've been wanting to try it since I dumped Donnell's dumb ass. 
Royal is finally stopped coughing after I pat her back and raise her arms above her head to open her airflow. Now she's clearing her throat repeatedly. You had a threesome? Royal is the mother hen of the group. She's overly protective and suspicious, always smothering us with her advice, whether we ask for it or not. I'm sitting back in the cut, watching as I sip from my glass. This is about to be good. Because not only is Royal our volunteer matron, she's also very straight-laced. Girlfriend probably has never had anal sex, and she would never tell if she did. I don't care how much she loves us and how much we tell her, what goes on in Royal's bedroom is between Royal and Stuart. She does not play that when it comes to her man, and after 10 years of marriage, who could blame her? Yep, with my yoga instructor and his friend, Charlie says. A female friend? Royal demands at the same time I ask, when did you start taking yoga? Charlie looks at me with a wide smile. Shit, when I found out who the instructor was. Charlie, Grace, and I burst into laughter, zigzag snapping our fingers and giving each other high fives. I can't believe y'all are just going to sit here and laugh with this girl about this, Royal says, giving me and Grace a thunderous glare. Grace dips her head. I shrug. Shit, that's Charlie's life. Not only that, but Royal doesn't intimidate me one bit. Don't get me wrong, I love her to pieces, but I have absolutely no problem telling her when to shut the fuck up or leave me the fuck alone. Charlie goes on with her story. I needed to investigate the dick. That's why I took the class. I don't have one-night stands. I have one-week stalks that maybe turn into one-night stands. She takes a long drink from her glass and points a finger at us as she swallows. See, that's why bitches are out here mad than a mug when they get some whack-ass dick. Drunk at the club, taking roulette chances in the bedroom. Not the kid. I do my homework. Scope that shit out. See what old boy playing with. See what he moving like. She does a nasty grind in her seat with her tongue out. Then I make my move and I never end up unsatisfied. Wanna know why? She doesn't wait for us to answer. Because if I see he won't be able to satisfy the Charlie, I move right the fuck on. I don't end up with a wet ass and a sad face. He doesn't get his feelings hurt when I don't return his call and it keeps my body count low. She finishes with a shrug and a smirk and downs the rest of her drink. I'm dying laughing, but she ain't lying. Lucy's got a point. I need to make some of this shit some rules. Damn, Grace said, shaking her head in disbelief. And to answer your question, Charlie says, rounding on Royal. No, it was not a female. A female can't do nothing for me but move out my damn way. It was his best friend, his homeboy, his equally finest fuck big dick packing and slanging partner. Oh, God, Royal groans. I don't know if I should be relieved or not. You ain't gotta be nothing. Trust me when I tell you. Once we found our groove, it was everything. Charlie bounces in her seat as she refills her drink and winks at me. She already knows. I am here for it. There have been times over the years when Charlie needed a shoulder that wasn't presumptuous and judgmental, and she always comes to me. She knows I'm a safe place and I love her unconditionally. Okay, spill it. 
Grace and I are both on the ends of our seats. We can't wait to hear this story. Okay, first off, let me warn you. It's nothing like in the pornos where everybody just automatically knows where to put what, when, and where. Nope. They started out fumbling around, trying to figure out which breast was free, if the pussy was wet enough, did the ass need to be fingered. It was a mess in the beginning. Finally, I just said, hold up, one in the front and one in the back. I'm dying. I can see her short ass giving out orders. Baby, let me tell you, once I did that, oh my God, I was in some kind of sexual trance. They had my little ass up in there in all kind of positions. I'm glad I did all those downward facing dogs, tree poses, mountain poses, all that flower nature animal shit. Okay, I gotta ask. Grace takes a deep breath. Before she asks her question, let me tell you, Grace is approved. Very different from Royal. Grace will sit here and live vicariously through Charlie, fascinated by everything she says, but she will never do any of it. She dresses, acts, and talks like she's somebody's grandmother. Not the new 45-year-old grandmothers. I'm talking the 90-year-old plus. I can't tell you the last time she had a boyfriend. And the couple I remember were just like her. Overly conservative. Royal, on the other hand, doesn't want to even hear the shit. Now, let's see what Grace asked because I know this is going to be good. Did they both penetrate you at the same time? See, I told you. I fall over laughing and slide from the couch down to the floor, careful not to spill my drink. These bitches are my heart. What would I do without them? They tried, Charlie sighs. I was so ready to have that DP I've always dreamed about. My girlfriend told me that she passed out after she came doing one. Shit, I wanted some coma dick too. But they were way too big for my ass, literally. Shit, I need my colon. The rest of us sit there. We aren't shocked. We aren't even surprised. We're just waiting to see what Charlie comes up with next. I cannot lie or deny She's extremely refreshing for our old asses. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Episode 3. Sunday morning, I leave Grace's pretty early and decide to skip church. It's raining, and I really just want to relax in my bed for a couple of hours. The boys called and asked if they could stay another night with What's-His-Face, so I won't pick them up until the morning and drop them off at my baby sister Sherry's house. They stay with her during the summer while I work. Around 10-ish, I decided to get my grocery shopping done. The rain has stopped and it's still pretty early, so the store shouldn't be very crowded. I try to do these errands when my little men are away, otherwise I end up spending way too much money on stuff we don't need. I grab a buggy and head down the produce aisle. As I'm looking over the turnip greens, I hear my name called. I know the owner of that deep, silky smooth, panty-drenching voice before I even look up. 
Vance Singleton is headed my way. All smiles and a swagger that always makes me wonder if there's a drop or two of blackness in his family tree. My God, that is one fine-ass man. Vance was Jacob's softball coach for a couple of years when he first started playing. He's got the bluest eyes I've ever seen, and his sandy brown hair is styled short and tussled. He's wearing a pair of shorts better than I've ever seen on a UPS man, a nice polo shirt, and some fucking flip-flops. Damn, y'all, why? I guess no man is perfect. His muscled arms more than make up for the failing footwear. I've never dated outside my race. No particular reason, I've just never been presented with the opportunity. You miss out on so much when you marry young, but Vance could definitely be promoted from friendable to fuckable. I heard he got divorced too. (laughs) Oh yeah, come through with that application. I thought that was you. Vance gives me a lopsided sexy smile and I melt. He's got that fucking Brad Pitt vibe. The young one, not the one that Angelina dumped. How are you? He leans in for a hug. I'm well, and yourself? We embrace. Shit, I need a fan and a cool drink. He smells incredible. I know the scent, but I can't place it right now. I'm too busy looking up in his handsome face and hoping I don't have anything strange on mine. His eyes scan me, one sweeping stroke head to toe. Doing good. How are the boys? They're good. They're with their dad this weekend. Bone thrown. Now, let's see if he catches it. Rule number 16. If you want it, you better go get it. A closed mouth won't get fed and a silent woman won't get heard. Vance frowns a little. It's been a while since we've seen each other, at least two or three years. Oh, he said innocently enough. You and Carson aren't together anymore? I shake my head and smile. I don't need him thinking I'm still hung up on that old fucker. Nope, I shrug. I also don't want to seem callous. That's unfortunate. Sandra and I divorced about a year ago. I get the kids next weekend. Oh, really? Yeah, I know. But hell, I'm trying to sound sincere. I'm sorry to hear that. Don't be. He laughs and gives me a serious gaze. We should get together for drinks. I nod. Sure, I like that. Of course, I think he's only being polite and I'm expecting him to exit now. But instead, he pulls out his phone. What's your number? Since we're both free tonight, when I get some dinner. Your girl is in there. I rattle off my number and he calls my phone. Lock me in. His eyes are dazzling. I got you. I save his number. Great. I'll call you in a couple hours. Give you a chance to finish your shopping and get settled. Have you ever been to the clubhouse? They're the best wings in the city. No, I haven't tried them yet, but I hear good things. Nice. We can get food and drinks there. Shit, that's my type of party. Sounds good. He says goodbye and leaves. Looks like the draw is ending tonight. The clubhouse is packed for a Sunday night. Vance and I get lucky and find a table in the back away from the stage and the extreme loudness of the music. The volume is still a little high where we are, but at least we can hear each other speaking in a normal tone. 
The band is playing an oldie but goodie. Shantae Savage's I Will Survive, Doing It My Way. I snapped my fingers and grooved to the music. This song resonates in my soul. You look great, Vance says, pulling out my chair for me. Rule number 31, opening doors and pulling out chairs is a requirement, not an option. If he doesn't know how to be a gentleman and has no interest in learning, leave him alone. We spend too much time and money in salons and stores getting all the way right and beautified to go out with some man and have him walk ahead of us and let the door go without a thought. I wish a nigga would, or in this case, a white boy. But back to his compliment. I'm dressed in a simple, colorful sundress that ties around my neck and some flat sandals. I wanted to be extra confident, so I chose comfortable. And the way Vance's eyes keep straying to the girls getting lost in his cleavage, I would say I made the perfect choice. He's casually dressed in jeans, a button-up, and loafers. I don't know what it is about white boys and weird shoes, but I won't complain because he looks absolutely delicious. Thank you, so do you. We ordered drinks and appetizers while the band takes a break. Would you think it rude of me if I asked about you and Carson? Vance questions. I know it's none of my business, but you two always seem so happy together. Damn, am I about to break a rule? I consider his question for a moment. No, I guess not since you knew us as a couple. I almost choke on my words. Do I really want to talk about what's his face? Hell no. But... I guess I could give the man something to go on. He found someone else. That's as simple as it gets. I'm shocked to see Vance is astonished. Okay. I didn't see that one coming. Okay. Now I'm curious. Really? What did you think I was going to say? Kids, finances, job stress, anything but infidelity. I always respected Carson because he seemed to really care about his family. He always treated you like a queen. I look away, uncomfortable with the conversation. Vance picks up on it, thankfully. Reaching across the table, he drags his fingertips across the back of my hand. I'm sorry. I know it must be difficult. His blue eyes are so sad. I feel bad because he does. What is it with me overemphasizing with him? Sandra started drinking about a year before we divorced. We tried everything. Counseling, therapy, AA meetings, couples retreats. None of it worked. She didn't get sober until after the divorce was final. And now, she's happily married to a man 10 years younger than me. His laugh is so genuine, it makes me smile. Why is that funny? Because he has no idea what he's getting. He winks at me and leans back as our food and drinks arrive. We're still laughing when the waitress leaves. Shall we toast to our exes? I raise an eyebrow. I don't want to toast to that motherfucker. May they get just what they deserve. On second thought, I think I will. I tap my glass against Vance's and we drink deeply. I'm too fucked up to drive. Vance's words came out slightly slurred as we walked arm in arm down the sidewalk in front of the bar, giggling like high school kids. We better get an Uber back to my place. Now, when he says this, he cuts his eyes at me. He wants to know if I caught the we in that statement. Am I going home with this man? 
Y'all, I'm a little fucked up. I learned during my college days, you cannot drink with white people. They go all in. They will get you drunk as shit. I'm too fucking old for this. But damn if it doesn't feel good to be completely stress-free for a little while. No work-related problems, no bills to worry about, and no kids to consider right now. Just me and this fine-ass man having a good time. Shit. Let me get myself together so I can think about this. I've known him a few years. We are both consenting adults. And let's not forget about this dry spell. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going. I'm horny and I need this. Let's just hope I'm not getting all worked up for a big letdown. That sounds good. I grin. Fuck yeah. Vance whips out his phone and orders a car. While we wait, we share a sloppy kiss. He uses too much tongue and it's an immediate turnoff. So much so that I'm wondering if I made the right decision. In the Uber, he holds my hand, his right knee bouncing. I can't tell if it's anticipation or if he's nervous, but it's annoying. You have a beautiful home, I giggled, and he does too. We walk up to the front door and it takes him a few tries to get the keys in. I burst out laughing. What? He looks down and around. What is it? It takes me several tries before I can say anything. You can't find the hole. I double over with my hand pressed to my mouth. I don't want to wake his neighbors. We'll see about that. He mumbles and I laugh even harder. Inside, I'm surprised to find that his house is immaculate. The large brick inciding two-story split level appears to be a bit much for a single man, but it's nicely furnished and has a homey feeling. Maybe this is where he and Sandra lived. The thought gives me pause. Okay, let's not dwell on that right now. She's moved on and remarried. Fortunately for me, when Carson and I split up, I was able to return to my parents' house. I had been renting it out and the newlyweds who were living there had recently found a new place. He wastes no time going for my breasts that he's been eyeing all night. As soon as the door swings closed, he squeezes them, a stupid look on his face. Wow, these are great. He unties my sundress and buries his face in my cleavage, rubbing back and forth. Breast man, huh? He starts moaning and sucking on my nipples. I have to admit, the shit is a turn on, seeing him so engrossed in my double D's. He pulls me over to the sofa and removes his shirt before getting on his knees in front of me. Pushing my thighs apart and climbing between them, he gives me a quick peck on the lips and continues with his worship of my breasts. I bury my hands in his hair, holding him close. I feel him pushing my dress up. Fuck yeah, he murmurs when he realizes I'm not wearing any panties. His mouth is between my thighs, slurping on my clit as he tweaks my nipples. I'm rocking my hips against him, moaning. This shit is good. He knows what he's doing, but I need more. I need some dick. I've waited too long. Fuck me. He trips over his own knees, crawling to the end of the table to retrieve a box of condoms. When he returns, he hastily undoes his pants, and before I can even see the dick, he has a condom on and is pushing inside me. It's not the biggest I've ever had, but it's not the smallest either. Actually, the way he's moving his hips to manipulate that stroke? Oh, fuck. I might get one. 
come on my dick. Vance puts his face back in my breast and licks my nipples as he hammers into me. His hands wrap under my thighs, lifting them and giving him a better, deeper angle. Fuck, Corinne. You feel so fucking good. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. He closes his eyes, lost in this goodie, and he switches up his strokes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I wish he would shut up. My eyes flutter closed and I give in to the intense feeling of the first orgasm I've had in months beginning to take form. It's not that he's doing that great a job, but at this point, it will have to do. A few seconds tick by and I hear Vance panting out praises for how good this pussy is right before he gives the final jerk. Y'all know I'm pissed, right? Episode 5 I love my job. The fast-paced, life-or-death, up and down gives me an adrenaline rush like the biggest, fastest roller coaster in the world. From the time I hit the door until the time I walk out of the building, I'm on a high. More important than that, I know what I do makes a difference. I get to be up close and personal with the people I help. I get to see families rejoice when a loved one gets better, and I get to be a source of comfort if it goes the other way. Nursing is a calling, not a profession. What I don't like is these bitches I work with, but my change nurse, Tamika, is cool people. We get along great because, like me, she's here for unselfish reasons. We don't do it for the money like some of these others. Our professional passion has made us close friends. We lunch together outside every day the weather is nice. It gives us a chance to catch up on each other's personal lives and talk shit about our coworkers. Don't act like you don't know. You do it too. There are a few other colleagues I enjoy, but most of these turtle top heifers just make me sick. So, did you even get one? Tamika throws her head back and has a good laugh at my expense. We sit in our usual lunch spot away from the crowd. So, tell me what you did, because I know you did something. Girl, I was dialing Uber before he even pulled out. I took my black ass home. I was too mad. All that time I waited, and for what? She struggles to stop laughing, but the disgusted look on my face sends her back into an uncontrollable giggle. Okay, okay, for real. She clears her throat and takes a drink of her Coke. So, what about online dating? I curl my lip. What about it? You should try it. Hell no. Why not? Marissa met a guy on there and they hit it off. I heard they're engaged. Bitch, are you crazy? I'm not about to meet a man online and end up trafficked to some foreign country and have all three of my holes plugged at once. Or worse, end up maggot food in a damn ditch somewhere. No, thank you. I'm telling you, it's not that bad. I've met a few guys online and some of them were pretty cool. I mean, yeah, there are always going to be creeps out there, but you normally catch on to them before you get anywhere near a meetup. I shake my head back and forth dramatically. "Uh Uh-uh, no ma'am, you can keep that shit. I told you, I watch too much TV and all I ever hear is women getting disappeared trying to get some dick. I don't need a man. I don't even want a man. I just want to enjoy the single life. I know you saw that story where dude went wacko on a chick he thought was his girl and threw battery acid all in her face. No can do. 
I check my watch and give her the eye. No. Yes. No. Yes. Come on. Get your ass up. It's time to get back to work. Rena is at the desk when we return. Now, this bitch has been working here for damn near 20 years since the building was built. She knows the drill. Yet and ever still, she just won't do right. Lazy. Just stone cold fucking lazy. She will work harder to not do a job. Hey, girl. Rena smiles at me as I sit down behind my desk and log in. Hey. I'm polite. I can't stand her, but I keep it professional. I'm sure y'all know how that goes. There was a guy here looking for you earlier. Her tone is indifferent, like men come through all the time checking for me. Who was he? He didn't say. And I know she didn't ask. That would be too much like right. Now, Veronica would have all the answers. She's the nosiest gossiping shit starter to ever exist. She keeps confusion going on at the nurse's station over somebody else's business. I study the charts assigned to me, read the notes to make sure I'm on top of things, and grab my stuff to start making rounds. As I stand, Rena says, There he is. I'm excited to see one of the guys my sister Cherry used to run with. That's the safest way of saying he was a boss and she was on his team. Hey, Creed. I walked around the desk to give him a hug. How are you? What are you doing here? Yanni's back there in number 10. His gray eyes are full of pain. I reach out and put a comforting hand on his arm. Oh no, Creed. I'm so sorry. Is she okay? Yeah, the doctor said the same thing as the last one. She'll be fine, but the baby didn't make it. They've been trying to get pregnant for years, and so far, they haven't had any luck. Come on, I'll drop in and see her. I know she's upset. Yeah, you go. I'm going to walk outside and make a couple phone calls. I'll be back in a minute. Have you talked to Cherry? I texted her. She's on her way. Okay, good. I walk down the hall, knock twice on the door, and enter. Ayana, Creed's wife, is sitting up in bed, and immediately I see she's barely holding it together. Hey, pretty girl. I embrace her as she sniffles. After supporting her for a while, I sit in the chair near her bed. How you holding up? Ayana shrugs. I'll be okay. I always am. It's just getting harder and harder, you know? I'm so sorry. I take her hand in mine. I know you don't want to hear a lot of talking right now, so just tell me if there's anything I can get you or anything I can do for you. No, Creed is taking care of me. She smiles through her tears. He's so amazing. He loves you. He would do anything for you. I'm not lying. I've never seen a man love a woman the way he loves his wife. Creed's love is a little scary. He will bring this whole hospital down around our ears if she said the word. And he has the means to do it. He may not be about that life anymore, but he hasn't forgotten it either. Yeah, I know. She wipes her tears. Why don't you lay down and try to get some rest? I can have them bring you something to help you sleep. No, that's okay. I'll, I'll just lay here and wait for Creed. I stand, lean her bed back, and lower the lights. I'll ask them to put you on my roster. Ring for me if you need anything, okay? Okay, 
Cherry and Creed are headed in when I make it back to the station. I hug Cherry. You saw her? I nod. She's doing better than I expected. Okay, good. I'm going to go down here and cheer her up. Cherry is crazy. I have no doubt that she will have Ayana laughing in no time. Are you still up? Girl, good night. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.